welcome to another episode of Gay Fate Podcast, the podcast where we spill all the tea on wrestling. Um, I've entered a forbidden door myself. My name's Grant. Hi, I'm Chris. I am Nia Jax's aching hole. I'm Julius, and uh, during the Royal Rumble, I had told uh, Reginald to go catch Carmella when she was thrown out of the ring by Sasha. That was me. So... <laughs> You, when? you were Reginald or you told Reginald? I told Reginald. I said, Reginald, you better catch her. She's going to get thrown out. And Reginald's like, she's not going to get thrown out. Were Guess you just, what happened. She got thrown out. She got caught. Were it you just crazy. yelling at the TV in like some kind of drunken stupor? Oh, I texted him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, told, I told him. I said, Reginald, she's going to get thrown out of the ring. Huh. You better be there. And he was there. He was. Well, hello. Welcome to another episode. Thanks for joining us. Um, you might have noticed that it's been... Um, Four months since the best episode that we've ever done, um, our last episode. Three months? Our, our, my producer's correcting me, but... We'll call it a cool three and a half. Cool three and a half months. It's been um, a little bit too long. Yeah, well, we really released the best episode ever and said, that's that's it. That's enough for us. <laughs> and we retired. Unlike Chris Jericho, we know when to call it quits. <laughs> I yeah. would say, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Hey, uh, Chris, how have sense. you been? I've been pretty good. You know, it's been not, I won't, I wouldn't say solitary because I've been quarantining with my boyfriend, but it's been pretty, uh, yeah, isolated. Okay. Maybe don't push your gay lifestyle on us. Julius, how have you been? I've been good. I learned how to make really good chicken Parmesan. So I've been doing that, really channeling my energy into, uh, making the best chicken parm that I can. I love that for you. I think it's been the best. So now I can come back to podcasting so we can top our best episode. I'm glad. And Chris, I love your gay lifestyle. I'm sorry for shutting you down earlier. I was going to say, the podcast has gay in the name. If we're not pushing our gay lifestyle, what are, what are we doing here? Bashing Chris Jericho, I yeah. think. That's fair. I feel like this like podcast could double as like, like yeah, like gay fate podcast is a great title. But I think if you called us like... We hate Chris Jericho. I or... think it'd still be, yeah, I think, you, yeah. So how, like how are you Jer- feeling about Kiko? AEW, speaking of Chris Jericho? Uh, yeah, I... you're the only one who's watched any wrestling <laughs> in the last three months. So I'll give my quick recap of AEW. Sting keeps showing up, not doing anything, and leaving. Uh, Darby Allen fought Joey Janela in a championship match, which... Gross. Is Darby Allen still the TNT champion? Yeah, he sure is. Does he wear the belt around his a, waist? He fought Joey Janela, who, like, I started working out, like, seriously again three days ago. I'm sorry. I don't like to brag about my body. I look Do better it. than Joey Janela. <laughs> Whoa. Which is not really you know, a brag, because Joey Janela say... looks like he's never even looked at a gym. I... And oh. he's been on Twitter uh, saying that he basically lives at the Cheesecake Factory. So. Well, so two things about Mr. Joey Janela. Well, like, one thing about Joey Janela and one thing about the Cheesecake Factory. I'm kind of all about the Cheesecake Factory because they stopped paying rent as soon as COVID hit. And in solidarity, I did the same thing. Um, as far as Jelly Janela, you know, oh my God, I almost said Jelly Janela. Um, Jelly Janela. That's, what, that's what Jim Cornette calls him, which oh, I think is really? mean. Oh, let's not talk. I don't want I don't even invoke that guy's yeah, name. Yeah, don't say his name two more times because I feel like he'll appear and yell at us and call us a slur. <laughs> um, but I kind of like Joey Janela because he he's he's really trans friendly on Twitter. Is he? He's also not COVID friendly because he brags about going to the Cheesecake Factory and people are like, oh, if you're really going out to dinner, that's not a great look for you. And he's like, I go to the fucking Cheesecake Factory three times a week and I don't give a shit. And people are like, 
Oh, so not, not great, to, not to play, not to and play. And he's like, "Fuck you! If not, I want to spread COVID, I'm gonna spread it." Not to play devil's advocate. Maybe Julius back me up on this. I risk, I risk COVID for the Cheesecake Factory. I miss the really thick, uh, ring-bound menus where you like yeah. spend eighty minutes looking through, and then they come by and like, "Oh, are you ready to order?" Like, a no, t- I'm not ready like, to no, order. I'm on the the slim and slim yeah. and sexy section I'm still on chapter I do. two bitch that's my favorite section of the menu where it's like, it's like hey are you a little skinty legend well here's like the four <laughs> items you it's can order it's called the skinny menu do you want a slimarita <laughs> that pun doesn't even work they give you fractions of cake so you're like I don't want a whole slice and like do you want a slim slice I'm like yeah I want a slim slice I, the last time I was at I the cheesecake factory slice. I was with a friend who sent his order back because he didn't like it and I can't do confrontation so it was like a really, like, I'll never go back to the Cheesecake Factory. Was that us? No. Because we had to send food back. I remember we were with Really? We, were we with Taylor, Jay? Our super producer is confirming we were with Taylor. We sent food back at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, no. It was ice cold. No. Was I there? I don't, you might not have been there. Well, then no. Yeah. We've been to the Cheesecake Factory a lot. It's, it's so easy for groups of eight or more. I love the Cheesecake Factory. I'll say it. I think Joey Janela no, might be onto something. I have nothing I think you're against being... the Cheesecake Factory. I think Joey Janela lives in the garbage and is a garbage person and should not be wrestling for a television championship. I have to. I know I asked earlier, but I, I don't know if I got an answer. So does Darby Allen like wear the belt? Yeah, he carries it around. No, no, no. That wasn't my question. My mm-hmm. question: Does he wear it around his waist? Uh, I guess I, a better way to phrase I'm this question. I'm racking my brain and I can't. Because it doesn't fit, right? It's yeah. too big. No, He's a little teeny down. tiny boy. He's no. been eating the skinty menu at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> he gets those skinneritas every time. He skateboards in and he says, I will only be looking at the slim menu. He's like, he, I feel like he's the, de- Darby Allen's like the definition of like a mall goth, right? I, I'm not up with the current yeah. lingo. That the tr- so, what is that? I don't think it's current lingo. I think I'm showing my age. But like, I was a mall rat when I was a kid. Oh, like a hot topic? Yeah, like yeah. a scene, like not oh, quite scene, yeah. not quite. Oh, like, I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, like if the kids that hang out at the mall were gangs, one of the gangs would be the mall goths. Or they, like... Their territory is very adjacent to hot topic. They and... smoke weed outside of the hot topic. No, no. So Tarby Allen to me, I feel like my clique was very much like, think like suburban white kids and like parents are going through a divorce. So dad gives you $20 to go buy a studded bracelet, a hot topic. Mm-hmm. That was me. But I also feel like that's Darby Allen now. Can I say um, it's a timeless, our super uh... producer's theory on the Darby Allen, Sting, Cody Rhodes relationship? Because yes, because it's a mystery to me. Everyone talks about like, oh, Sting, he's so old. He's Darby Allen's dad. So Jay, my lovely boyfriend, who watches wrestling, he tolerates me watching wrestling, and every once in a while chimes in with, you know, his. He's also the only reason we do podcast episodes anymore. That's true. He does all the engineering, and (laughs) he hits us until we get on these microphones and start talking. Um, But his theory is: so Sting is not Darby Allen's father; he's his grandfather. Cody is Darby Allen's dad, and Darby Allen is rebelling against his father, and going i don't want to be a wrestler like you dad i want to be the crow and wear face makeup and that's why he only paints half of his face because the other half is for his dad and the other half is to be his grandpa who is the crow i like it i always was that was that concise that's so there's layers to that so i always assumed there just wasn't enough face paint to go around hence like 
like Sammy gets half, and then like um, Thunder Rosa get, get any face paint. I'm so sorry. I forget that Darby and Sammy are not the same people. Um, also, I just googled Speaking it. Speaking of which, um, just to update people, Sammy Guevara has left the Dark Order. He wasn't in the Dark Order. He was in the Inner Circle. The Inner Circle. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I've been in an Inner Circle once or twice myself. Um, (laughs) I think uh, Nia Jax injured her Inner Circle. Oh my God. Can we just, can we just talk about, I mean, there's no like interpretation, right? She was talking about her butthole. Yeah. Her hole. Her Her hole. Her hole. Right. Her lovely lady hole. (laughs) What other hole would she be talking about? Um... (laughs) <laughs> that's you don't have to answer that question, no thing man. i'm not that allowed so i'm not ever skills. since i described sasha banks and naomi's outfits as the p word i'm no longer allowed to say the p word on the podcast Good. that's uh that's um, true but that that would be my first the p word. yeah her, i guess her she total... landed on her she did a leg drop and landed on her, her tailbone, tailbone so one would assume that she's talking about the, the tailbones collect connected to the the butthole butthole <laughs> the tailbones connected to my home. I have, I have. A, so I googled how old Darby Allen is. He's twenty-eight. Would anyone like to guess how old Orange Cassidy is? Julius, let's start with you. Twenty-six. Is that why you're covering your computer screen for me? Like, I'm yeah, so to you cheat can't off your test. Yeah, because I don't want you to cheat. Uh, how old is Orange Cassidy? Uh, thirty-two. Oh, okay. He's thirty-six years old, which oh. I have to say, he looks fantastic for thirty-six. I was ten years off. Well, if I didn't. I, I I would like to think that I would look that good at 36 if I didn't put any effort into anything. But that's the gimmick. Well, or is it? That's what, that was my job. Because last time, so I've, uh, okay, um, I'm going to come front, uh, come clean with all our uh, listeners, all 12 of them. Um, not only am I a little inebriated right now, I've not watched AEW in a couple months. Is that bad? No, because it's... Should I be admitting this? Okay, this producer said it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. There there are strings of AEW where I'm like, it's it's fun to watch because it's I don't want to call it camp, but like, you know when you watch a movie that's bad and you're like, this is fun because it's bad and I like watching how bad it is. AEW's in a period where I'm like, all right, you got to do something right. So, um just a to get, uh, give you a small update, my, my boyfriend who's in the other room and said he was sleeping just texted me and goes, hey, just heard that Nia Jax hit a cooter slam. <laughs> He's did. kind of correct. He's one of our loyal listeners. It's, can he hear us through the wall? Are we keeping him up? No, no. Okay. I don't know. Because if he wants if he to is... subscribe to our Patreon, we will shut up right now and leave. If he is listening, I want him to know that he's the most handsome boy <laughs> in the world. Um... Um, I do. I do want yeah, to talk about I, AW it's real in a quick. Period of stagnation right now. Where but they're, like, they're also opening the Forbidden Door. Are they? Oh yeah. Well, that, yeah. I mean, because Kenta from New Japan is there. Oh. Some people from CMLL are there. I guess that's it. It's not much of a door. No one's really squeaking Impact. by. Oh fuck! I forgot all about Impact. Yeah. The Good Brothers the came on to do a bit with the young bucks and i was like oh this is good the they'll lift carl anderson and luke gallus will lift up uh yeah none of matt jackson no enough the young bucks have anything to say about it but yeah i was like i remember them and not to be like a wwe fanboy but i remember those guys in wwe and i was like oh they can act they're funny and i was like why are they so stale 
because they're playing off the Young Bucks. It was so right. bad. Yeah, the Young I um I don't know. It's hard for me to criticize AEW because I disliked it so much that I stopped watching it. Well, I think that's a perfect reason to <laughs> criticize it. It sounds like you. Hate you know it. what's kind of wild to me is that when people watch wrestling, they're like. Sting is too old and Edge is too old. Tom Brady just won like his like 14th Super Bowl and he's kind of like he's like 46. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't plan to live that long. And look at him; he's so accomplished. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I don't no, know. It's I don't know what point I was making. No, yeah, it's one of those weird things too, where they're like, "Oh, WWE has all these old ex champions in the Elimination Chamber," but then they're like. Oh, Sting is here. It's Sting. I'm like, that dude's old as fuck. He can't even... Like, he's not, is he medically cleared to wrestle? If Rikishi's not medically cleared to do a Sting face, I don't think Sting's medically cleared to do much else. Yeah, I feel like they just make an exception for him to but say, he's oh, in he a street, keep going. I also he's don't think he's... in a street fight. I don't... Oh, he's no. He's going to have a street fight. It's him and Darby Allen against Brian Cage and that weird twink that follows Brian Cage around. I love Pass Around Party Bottom. Oh, my God. What's his name? What's his name? It's it's eluding me right now. I can picture his face. Oh my god, his cute little twinky face. Really? I think he's kind of he's kind of ugly. No, I think he's like a little bratty bottom. People were like, "Oh, he's gonna be the new Rock," and I'm like, "Because he wore a pair of sunglasses." I'm gonna Google Team Taz and see what comes up. <laughs> Team Taz, alternately called Stark. FTW, yes, is Ricky Stark. Oh my god, remember? Remember, remember Will Hobbs and how everyone's like, he's got all this great momentum and AEW's going to capitalize on it. And now he's just some guy. Yeah. Well, his, yeah. I feel like, you know what, Everything my, that... you know what my thing is with AEW? Yeah. It's got oh. like new toy tr- syndrome. Mm. I feel like there's no good story. It's just every week someone shows up and that's like the, and that's the appeal. Like, yeah. oh my God, Hideo Itami from 205 Live is mm. here. Miro is here, and then oh my god, I forgot about Miro. So they took Miro, and they're like, "We're so glad we got you out of WWE." That marriage storyline was just stupid and ridiculous. And he's like, "Great, I I would love to do something." I want to be a gamer. What do you got for me? And they're like, "We've got a marriage storyline." Oh man, (laughs) don't like. Well, hey, enough about AEW and the fact that Chris Jericho had COVID. Um, Let's talk about. Chris Jericho didn't just have COVID. He gave COVID. Like, he just spread it around. Chris Jericho, or as scientists call him, patient zero. (laughs) But, hey, let's shift over to the wrestling landscape in WWE and talk about the Royal Rumble. So, I think from listening to this podcast, people might get the impression that we hate wrestling. They'd be correct. They would be right. We do. I, (laughs) I think I hate it, and I think I watch it because I'm a masochist. But, I will say, the Royal Rumble was quite fun. I I, I love say... the Royal Rumble. I feel like the Royal Rumble is an event that anyone, even if you're not a wrestling fan, like my boyfriend watched the Royal Rumble yeah. with me. And... It's, it's for the gays. You know, you cheer for the ladies. <laughs> That's what I watch wrestling The women's for. Rumble is really good. Yeah. Can I make a confession? Yeah, go for it. You guys hate wrestling, but I love wrestling only because I love you guys. And I also love the fabulous lady wrestlers that we get to, uh, you know, see them do their thing. So yeah. I feel like when... When watching the women's rumble versus the men's rumble, the ladies just had better outfits. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, there's a reason to be when, expected. when we do the Royal Rumble mode in uh, WWE 2K 
19 as the one that we like. Mm-hmm. That's like the most fun when you all just do the ladies' Royal Rumble. I feel like the, <laughs> that's what I play that game for. Our neighbors have to hit, hit the, ceiling the ceiling because you're getting too excited. To stop screaming, laughing. <laughs> I feel like the women too. I feel like they. I feel like the women's rumble match was probably my highlight because I feel like it told just a fun story throughout. You just have a great cast of characters, good surprises, um, and everyone's everyone's outfits yeah. are just so great. I feel like I was watching when I was watching the men's rumble. I was like, "Oh, my TV's in black and white." Yeah, and I was well, like, "Oh no, it's not." For me, it was to like I may be cutting to the chase here, but the fact that it came down to Rhea Ripley and Bianca, I was sitting there. Oh, and we, so good. I was like, "Who's hiding under the ring?" We saw Carmella get eliminated. Like, who's going to screw this up? And they were like, no, we're going to have Bianca have a clean Royal Rumble win. Well, everyone online said it wasn't clean because her feet hit the ground. But no one made it official. And as we know, there is no replay in WWE because people get, you know, people get disqualified for not hitting someone with a chair. But the referee thinks they got hit with a chair and then they disqualify them. Like... If you're going to complain about that, I'm sorry. Go watch baseball. Like, wh- what are you doing? Oh, her feet actually did touch the floor at one point. It's wrestling. The refs didn't see it, so it doesn't count. Get Don't over we... it. Get a life. A black woman won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Going back to the uh, the Women's Royal Rumble, how do you feel We about... never left. We're, We're still, still there. there. Yeah. But, I mean, how do you feel that... Uh, the Bailey came in first, and then Bianca came in third. I feel like the early contestants never do. They don't last as long. But they do. Bianca won. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. And Bailey actually... <laughs> no, I feel like they try to tell us the story of, like... I mean, it's the classic story of, like... I mean, you see it later in the men's rumble. Edge entered number one, and then he won. Right? It's that go in the distance thing. The odds are stacked. That's like their go-to these days. Yeah. I love a good... Like a gauntlet match. Like it started yeah. with Kofi Mania, I think. Right? They just like that good go go the distance. But I also think... I mean... Um, I mean... So, Bailey and Naomi started the Rumble. Uh, followed, by, uh, followed by Bianca. Followed by Billy Kay. And I feel like just that alone was like enough of like... I mean, I don't know. That's a lot of character. And and we're only four people in. That. Yeah. Also, Shotzi Blackheart was in the Royal Rumble. I was gonna. I was. Yeah. That was my next point. I, I don't remember that at all. Shayna Baszler threw her out. Five. She so was in there she, for three minutes. She had her three whole minutes. That her I her tummy rumbles. Actually, no tummy rumbles this year. Shotzi came out. Uh, no. And Shotzi, Mark, do you want to do you want to apologize to me for how much you hated Shotzi Blackheart when she first debuted? Yeah, I feel like I her? I feel like well, I've, have I talked about it before on the podcast? How much I've done a one eighty on had Shotzi Blackheart since I think Shotzi Blackheart debuted. Yeah, <laughs> so I think it's a good chance you have not. I love Shotzi Black. When I first watched Shotzi Blackheart, I was like, "Why is this a Ruby Riot impersonator on my screen? I can don't we, get it." Uh, so now that we know that Shotzi was in the Ladies Royal Rumble, can we call this episode? Um, the Royal Tummy Rumbles Part Deuce, Shotzi Blackhearts, Shotzi's Black Shards Strike Back. Did you get all that, Mr. Producer? We'll 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 workshop it. Yeah, workshop that's it. fine. I feel like that's mm-hmm. fine. Can we talk about what a huge wet fart Natalia coming in at number thirty was? <laughs> Not to be gross, but my penis literally retracted into my body. What? I went I through just... reverse puberty. My voice went up eight octaves. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I, you know how, like, we joke about how, uh, like, wrestlers 
have their name in their entrance and it's like you know i'm here and i my name is keith lee that was a weird trend for a while remember natalia's entrance should just be i'm gonna lose and then her music starts i feel like natalia's entrance music should be like just like the curb your enthusiasm music natalia i remember i remember the countdown started my boyfriend's like who's gonna be number 30 i was like oh it's trish stratus i was so confident and natalia was like i'm here and i'm like why (laughs) she's like just slides in and then rolls over the top rope on her own like i'll get out of your way i feel bad because it's not that natalia's a bad wrestler it's just no i it's on just, the other hand, she did her job. She went in to get eliminated, and she got her pay from her but contract. But she could have done that at, like, number, I don't know, 12. Who the fuck is, <laughs> who the fuck is Santana Garrett? I, I think I went to school with her. Is like, to equate it to Drag Race, she's like the rosé, where she shows up, and I'm like, well, now I'm bored. Who would you rather have had at number 30? Um, China. Oh. From back from the dead. Oh, my God. That would be terrifying. <laughs> um... I don't know. Trish Stratus. Lita. I, I guess Lita can't come back. Beth Phoenix? Beth Bethany Phoenix. Um Alundra Blaze. <laughs> um Randy Orton. Thunder Rosa. <laughs> oh yeah. Poor Thunder Rosa. I would have yeah. taken Santina Morella. And uh, Mr. Santino in drag over Natalia. Yeah. I've said my piece about the Santino drag bit. It just um but all that aside. Bianca Belair won. Mm-hmm. And um, who do you want to see her wrestle at WrestleMania? Uh, so what are we looking at? She can wrestle Asuka? Mm-hmm. Or she can wrestle the other champion who is... Uh, Star of the Mandalorian. Sasha Banks. Yeah. Oh my god, there's no so, bad answers. So here's, so here's the thing. Have you been watching wrestling? I have been watching wrestling. I've also been drinking... White Claw. Um, <laughs> they should really sponsor this but, podcast because they fuel this podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think that I think Bianca Sasha is the inevitable match. I agree. I'm happy Bianca. Won. Vince McMahon loves a black on black rivalry. Oh my god! <laughs> Damn, he does. I, am I wrong? Yeah, there was that weird period of time where only people of the same race could wrestle each other. It was like, and when, if you're and black, like, you will only fight other black people. We have this thing called the Hurt Business, and they, for whatever reason, hate Apollo Crews, Ricochet. <laughs> to be and fair, they were like, to be fair, the now fact- we got a new rivalry, the New Day. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, to be fair, the New Day is the only other tag team on Raw. That's true. Yeah, and also, I feel like I feel like everyone hating Apollo Cruz is very in line with the character of Apollo Cruz. Yeah, I feel bad because I feel like all no, he does, he's a great. He's, all he does is show up and do a great job. Yeah, and who I hate that when my coworkers show up and do a great job, I'm like, <laughs> like you know, you're ruining it for you. the yeah, you're ruining it for the rest of us. You're throwing off the grading curve, son. You know. Yeah, there was that moment where the hurt business was menacing the new day. And they kind of zoomed in on Xavier Woods, and you could see him saying, where are the other tag teams? There are none. Are there any other tag teams? And he goes, are there no other tag teams? Where are the tag teams? We need the damn tag teams. (laughs) There are none. Mm -hmm. I don't think so, at least. None on Raw. No. They're all busy competing in the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Oh my god, I have not watched NXT in a millennia. It's been fun. 
I have to say, NXT, the quality of their show is has swung upwards, and the ratings has not reflected that. RuPaul's Drag Race has better ratings than NXT and AEW. Yeah, I think that's like combined. a combined. I think that's like a fun fact. Yeah, who gives a heck? Welcome to Gay Fame. <laughs> hey, so the men's rubble, Edge won at number one. Yeah. I like it. I'm a little conflicted on it. Oh. I, I could play devil's advocate. I think it's a little... Mm-hmm. It was a little obvious. When he came in at number one, I was like... I thought Daniel Bryan was going to win. And I also, in my heart... So my brain thought Daniel Bryan and my heart wanted Big E. But we all knew Big E wasn't going to no, win. No, he's the Intercontinental Champion. Because he's the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, the champions can't win the Rumble. Um... But he did have an iconic moment when he beat Sami Zayn for the uh, Intercontinental Champion, where he... I don't remember that happening. He spoke about uh, building a condominium complex on Sami Zayn's butt. Yeah, he he talked about opening up that butt cheek and... Yeah, there's a quote that I literally think of every day where he said, I spread open his butt cheeks and I planted my flag and I said, I'm doing work here. No way. Yep. I didn't watch I that. Say it, I say is... it to my boyfriend every time. That we... is so hot. <laughs> like, that's that's amazing. Yeah. He, and he was like, he kept going and it was like. What gay intern I mean, was head writer that week? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was just Big E off the leash. <laughs> they didn't like, give him you give Big meds? E a hot mic and he just. <laughs> you know what I just remember? He said he was going to put in a swimming pool and a nice little grassy area so for people to eat. We think mm. that after the match. They probably, you know, met in their little trailers, the hotel room that they were staying in. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, they went to town. Yeah. No. I would hope so. No. If anything, Biggie. I I feel like is Sammy. I mean, that's the reality that happens in my WWE fan fiction universe. I was gonna say, should our podcast now that we have to figure out like where to go from here? Should we just devolve into? Making up shipping, shipping, no. shipping, shipping grown men wrestlers. No, because I'm over the age. But of But we're 16. not touching the ladies. The ladies are staying like you know they. We just talk about their outfits. But no, for yeah. the men, you know, you can fantasize. You can be like, hey, what is Timmy Guevara doing with these with the talent after the cameras stop rolling? Oh, I see. well, we know what he's doing. I mean, okay, yeah. I will say. Uh, what about a, a big dom small sub where Marco <laughs> Stunt makes Brian Cage his bitch? To our listeners, I will say that uh, the. Our wrestle with the package subreddit is a really great place. To it's find. not ours. We don't own it. No, I mean r slash r slash wrestle with the package. Look oh. it up. Not our. It is. Our. It's it's a subreddit for all of us though. It is here at this podcast. We all stand wrestle with the package, right, Grant? No, I think it's a little creepy. But okay, I will say it is definitely creepy. That's <laughs> that's part of the allure, I think. I think it's funny. Speak like, for yourself. It's funny. It's I like my people, I like my peeping consensual. They uh, they peeping? really fantasize. They're, it's an oxymoron, I guess. It's you know, it's just an endless stream of crotch gifts of Finn Balor and people saying, "Oh, I, don't want it. I like to get my crotch from the source." You know what I mean? From like actual when, matches. Like when Finn Balor posts a picture on Twitter and says, "Time for dinner," and it's just you know his robbing. But, but he's his he's. Booty? When you did that? No, it was his. It was the balls. As Nia Jax would say, not whole. He, he's um. Okay. Anyway, I mean, he's just he's stoking the the flames for the wrestle of the package subreddit. It's great. I love it. it hey, keeps remember me in the loop? Remember when I said Edge won the Royal Rumble? Yeah, 
Yeah. What did we? How you were saying? So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like. I love edge. Um, you love edging. For thirty nine minutes. Oh my god, callback. that was an episode yeah, of ours. Callback. Yeah. I, I watched your eyes as that joke hit your brain. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but something about it, I was like, oh, so now he gets to challenge Roman Reigns and lose. No, Great. he can he can challenge Drew McIntyre and win, or Finn he Balor can challenge and win. Drew McIntyre and lose. I think technically he can challenge Kenny Omega and win. <laughs> I think that gives him. I the think right. I could challenge Kenny Omega and win. I actually think Kenny Omega could kill me. I think he's deranged enough to do it. I know that I could beat Kenny Omega at golf. They did a bit where he was golfing, and his golf swing is really bad. Oh, is oh. it? Yeah, that's not great. The only thing I know about golf is Mario Golf. I was really good at it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I used to use my custom character, and he could drive the ball 400 yards. I'm led to believe that's significant. Yeah, I mean, uh, super producer Jay's everyone's golf character can drive at 500 but yeah 400 is good too okay well this was like 2004 so as tom montana or whatever would say this is a different era <laughs> what do you guys think about edge <laughs> winning the Royal rumble I'm, I'm proud of him he really persevered over an injury and went to win it all i'll just first i'll just say it Edge's kind of hot yeah i like this gris- this grizzled old mountain man look he's got going yeah. on yeah is he and i'm a little conflicted because i do feel like we had all this excitement for like people like Keith Lee, Keith, people like Big E, even like it would have been fun to see Sami Zayn win it or like someone that feels a little, I guess. Maybe Bad Bunny. He was, <laughs> Bad Bunny. Was he was there. I heard, I Good saw. Bad Bunny. Um, but like there's a lot of people with all this like low key excitement that they've kind of squashed the way that they have with Big, uh, not with Big E, but with uh, Keith Lee. And well, he had COVID. He couldn't wrestle. Oh, is that what it was? Uh, well, Mia Yim had COVID, and right, so by right, by, by proxy. proxy. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, congratulations to those two. Yeah, Mia Yim and Keith. Oh, Lee. that's right. He's becoming yeah. Keith Yim. <laughs> I think Mia Lee. Mia could, Lee. What if they just swap just be last another names? Another different Korean person. I think. My name is right, Keith. Jay? What? Huh? Mia Lee. He's yeah. not in the podcast. Stop bringing him in here. He's he's, he's on there. the outskirts. Uh, well. But yeah, I don't know. Something about Edge, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. He is like, he got his comeback moment last Royal Rumble. Now he gets to win. But the other part of me is like, put it on someone excite, exciting? On the other exciting. hand. What's more exciting than coming back from spinal fusion surgery? Are you saying yeah. what's more exciting than a good edge? I love a good edging. I also but, love a good edging. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I... I that's why I'm conflicted. You're right. It is exciting, but part of me was like, well, we could have had someone like I think... really new, like Bianca, you know, winning the women's. No, because she's a woman. Well, but she couldn't I mean, have won the men's Royal Rumble. But <laughs> a, like as a parallel to sort of newcomers that are like you mean fairly like, fresh out of NXT. Like you mean like Carlito? <laughs> when Carlito? Like Carlito. When Carlito came back. So... Are you guys familiar at all with Carlito? I was going to Vaguely. say, I would love for you to explain to me who Carlito is because he okay. showed up and everyone Julius, got super excited. And I was Julius, like, do you know who Carlito is? I want to know. I want to so hear Carlito was, he was a very success, successful mid-carder, um, 
I think like probably pretty active between like 2006 to 2012 maybe. Super known backstage as being a super talented wrestler with a really piss poor attitude. Um, as far as like he like he was just not motivated. Um, do you remember Primo and Cologne? Yes, I do know Primo. He is their cousin, I think. Okay. Um. So Carlino's whole gimmick basically was that he would win a match. He'd take a bite of an apple and he spit that bad boy in the face of his opponent because that's what cool people did. His whole okay. gimmick was that he was cool and that he spit apples in people's faces. A little Razor Ramon with the toothpick vibe? Yeah, but a little bit more in your face and a lot more um, spit. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm glad he did not do that in the Royal Rumble. As, yeah, it's know, not the most COVID-friendly. Yeah. Um, it's not a good timely... Uh... No. he going. also you might have noticed um that he was jack to all sin yeah he when looked... he came out uh not the case in his original run i don't know what kind of apples he's been eating since then <laughs> um i guess those non-gmo apples but he was fucking shredded yeah i looked at I, I looked at him and i looked at his face and i was like that face does not match the body that it's sitting on <laughs> no i'm not making any kind of accusations but i am saying that um uh he i hmm well, you said he was active He's until juicing. 2012, so he had eight years. To take steroids, to right. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Julius, come on now. That's a He's big juicing. accusation to me. He's drinking a lot of juice. He's drinking a lot of apple juice, right? He's yeah. Carlito, and he's cool. Mm, exactly. <laughs> you know what's wild? Uh, Damian Priest was in this rumble, too. Yeah. And he's I guess he's like on the main though. roster. I like that he's friends with Bad Bunny. I also like that every wrestling fan was like, um, Bad Bunny? <laughs> Who's that? He's not relevant like Fozzie. He only gets <laughs> five million uh, listens on every. He's YouTube only thing he's only he cornered the entire Latin American music market. And I will say, strong toot on his. Uh, uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but Karuma Karumaman. Are those his little hair buns? No, the little he wore a uh, shirt and matching shorts with that blue character oh. with the white face from the little Japanese cartoons. It's like it's oh, kind of like a Hello oh, Kitty. Doraemon. Doraemon. There you go. I have a shirt with him. I didn't notice that. But yeah. yeah, I love Bad Bunny. And I love that Booker T stayed perfectly still for that entire performance. Yeah, Booker T was like one of those people that you see in like Times Square that hold super still unless you give them a dollar. And I <laughs> was wondering if there was a live audience and someone threw a crumpled up dollar bill at him if he would start doing the robot. Like the little people who dress up as like the statues? Yeah, yeah. Ah! They like paint themselves <laughs> silver and they stand so still that it looks like a statue. That's That that was the vibe I was getting from Booker T. But That's yeah. what I got, yeah. I thought it was a good performance, too, and I was like, if like if you want to go, like, oh, I didn't know who Bad Bunny was, but that was fun, and he did a good job, then yeah. But also, like, if you're just going to be like, who is he? He's, Fucking, you're, you're holding your phone in your hand. I, I just Google it, you I just, neckbeard. I just, he's the singer, right? He's like a, like a singer-rapper. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. huge. Yeah, he's, it's, I mean, he's, he's dominated the the Latin charts. Yeah. And it's been unprecedented. The yeah, way, I Like, know, his I success because he's a new singer that, like, came out of nowhere just getting millions of hits on his YouTube. I always think about, um, was it, like, two or three WrestleMania ago where they had Chloe and Hallie do the national anthem, and the announcer said they, 
they had announced them as the future of music. And all these wrestling people in Twitter were like, uh, future music? Yeah, right. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I trust wrestling Twitter to like tell me like what is relevant to pop culture. And Chloe and Hallie ended up blowing up. Yeah, and they so. have like one of the best albums like in the last year. So like, I don't know. Not every wrestling fan is gifted with, you know. It's the same taste. people who are like, Kenta's really going to get AEW into the mainstream. Uh, who's Bad Bunny? It's like, I yeah. don't know if you're the, maybe the authority on this. Yeah. Like, are you, if you can't give tell me advice me what a, on what restaurant to go to in New York City? I don't think so. You're if you can't tell me what poppers are, I don't want to hear about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you mean weather stripper? Like, do you mean um, bacon jalapeno poppers that you could get at the Cheesecake Factory? I can't believe... I know we talked about the Cheesecake Factory like maybe 30 minutes ago, but that feels like a whole lifetime ago. Yeah. yeah. This podcast has run. been a journey. We're getting yeah. back oh, in form. Oh, shit. I remember what I want to talk about. Christian came back in the Royal Rumble oh, after yeah. like not being a wrestler for like 13 years. That was really exciting. I feel bad that... What number did he come in? He came in at 24. And okay. I was really excited because Christian has not wrestled in forever. He wasn't medically clear to... And it's also the most Christian thing to make his comeback the year after Edge made his comeback in a f- arena with no fans <laughs> and to not win the match, but have Edge win the match. Did you think yeah. he was going to win? Were you hoping that he was going to win? Kind of. I feel like Christian deserves it. What do you feel? Well, maybe he'll get the Edge treatment and yeah. Christian will win next year. You're happier Edge won though, right? You love Yeah, Edge. I love it. He's well, Edge is like my OG model. dad. Yeah. And Edge and Christian also mispronounced my last name on their podcast when they read my uh, listener question. What? Yeah, so Edge pronounced it incorrectly one way and then Christian proceeded to pronounce it incorrectly another way. What was and the then question? Edge I asked them about their entrance music. Because it slaps. It slaps. And I was like, you guys have <laughs> Yeah, oh, I asked specifically about that. I was like, how come your interest music slaps so hard? And they kind of told me about it, and they were like, I don't want to use my last name on the podcast, but they were like, they they pronounced it incorrectly both times, and then Edge goes, one of those has to be right, right? And I was yelling on, at my phone going, no, no. they're both wrong. But Dad! the fact that they saw your question is cool. Yeah, and friends, also... Friends of the pod. Friends. friends of the pod. We're and also, if they're listening to this, um, I would love a Canadian citizenship. I don't know if they could sponsor me and adopt me, but I would just love to leave this country. You could be an au pair. How are you with like speaking French? Not great. Who do you, so Julius Edge first Roman Reigns or Edge first Drew McIntyre or Edge first Finn Balor? Who? Which one and why? Uh, Edge first Drew McIntyre. Explain. Because okay, for our listeners who don't know, Drew McIntyre canonically is Grant's dad. This is true. But Edge oh God. was Grant's, you know, like OG. I'm going to say it. His OG dad that got him into wrestling. Are they going to have a, correct? a Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero custody battle? Oh over my God. Now? Two men fighting over me for custody. <laughs> Put it in a ladder match and book it. Yeah. Move over Dominic Mysterio. But yeah, yeah. I will say when I remember seeing Edge come back, because it wasn't that long ago. It was when, last year. Yeah. It was the last Royal Rumble. Which yeah. feels like a long time ago now. But your face lit up so much. And I remember thinking, wow. I don't know who. Edge well, he is. was never supposed to wrestle again. I know because yeah. his neck. He had Same neck thing surgery. with Christian. It's like it's wild that like, oh, it's just one of those moments where it's like. Yeah. Same thing with Daniel Bryan, and he's just out there. Yeah, job, eh? yeah. But anyway, Edge. Yeah, I didn't know who he was, but the fact that you were cheering for him when he returned made me an Edge fan for life. I mean, no, it was, so, it was uh, a big I, moment. Uh, so. We aren't fans. 
We're edgeheads. Edgehead. It made me an edgehead for life. I'm an edgehead first and a human being a very distant second. I love edging head. Great job, bud. (laughs) We got there. I was like, my brain was spinning and I was like, we got to find it. Great job. Hey, (laughs) Chris. Yeah. Edge versus Roman Reigns. Edge versus Drew McIntyre or Edge versus Finn Balor. I am going to say Edge versus Finn Balor because that's the only one I think that he would win. I think that he's there to lose to oh, I didn't think to of that. Drew. Yeah. And he's there to lose to Roman. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of racist if he became head of a Samoan family. Yeah. Oh, right? It's like we're Vikings true. now and they're like, "No." That's not right. That's so not wait, Grant, we're, you, we're about You think yeah. also <laughs> and they're like we we live in warm areas and we ride boats. And he's like, "No, it's cold areas and we <laughs> ride boats." Edge is like, "No, I've watched Fast and the Furious. I know what being Samoan's <laughs> yeah. about." And they're like, "I figured it out." <laughs> Edge is like, am I, Edge is like, if I beat Roman Reigns, am I canonically related to Dwayne The Rock Johnson? <laughs> so do do I think, get Rikishi's uh, stink armor? <laughs> oh my stink god, armor. he's like, can I try on the thong? Did you know that stink armor is actually a hidden ability for certain Pokemon? Garbodor, <laughs> right? I do, do not know if that's true or not. <laughs> no, it is. It's not <laughs> true. No. I can see I it. knew it'd get you. I was like, that can't be true. Because there's that there's that Pokemon Garbage Car- Garbage Garbage. I know which one you're talking about. Now I have to actually look up if that's true. Because it might be. That sounds like something that would be true. You know, Edge and Rikishi did a funny little dance one time together. Oh, that's, that's so special. Good for them. Yeah. Love that for them. Wrestling's a rich so, I mean, tapestry. Yeah. It's been a long time since Rikishi wrestled. Um, yeah, he's not medically cleared. Oh yeah. But I mean you would want Edge to beat Drew McIntyre, right? I don't know. I'm conflicted. I No. What? Here's the thing. And I hate to say this because, once again, Chris is right. But, I, you know, should Edge beat Drew McIntyre, who's not, who's still kind of being established as a top guy? No. Yeah. It's could okay. Edge beat Roman Reigns and could Roman Reigns suffer the loss? Yeah, but I feel like it'd be a weird ending to a story. Could That's Edge true. beat Finn Balor? Yeah, but who gives a shit? I'm watching AEW on Wednesdays. True. You're not watching anything on <laughs> No, on Wednesdays is I play Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> can we talk for a quick second about how Drew McIntyre got COVID and came out and did like a video speech to the entire arena and was like hey, Yeah, everyone. he basically just stunted on it's really important. Chris Jericho. He was like, it's really important that we wear our masks and <laughs> we self isolate if we're feeling sick and we take precautions. And then Ric Flair, of all people, came out with Lacey Evans and said, Hey, I'm Ric Flair. Here's a weird lady I found at the airport. Watch me smooch her. And I was like, Whoa, I just got weird whiplash from WWE. I was like, Oh, they're doing the right thing. And then Ric Flair came out and was like, No, we're doing the wrong thing. Well, that's all the time we have today. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, for another episode of Gay Fate Podcast. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can su- do that at patreon.com slash Podcast. We like to give a special shout out to our two Patreon backers, Dano and John, and John, who I did not forget. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Podcast, where Chris will tweet about the shows that he watches because he's the only person who knows our social media because he's a good, good lad. Um, We'd like to thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Gay Pay Podcast.
Um, so, no, I think that I would be interested to see her wrestle Sasha because I think we could get a Sasha Bailey level match out of those two. Like, I really think that they're both so good and. <laughs> you, you, you busy over there? <laughs> You think our Sorry, wonderful we're very skirt... committed to this podcast. Uh, Julius you... is currently taking a piss into a wine glass. <laughs> you think our wonderful audio equipment won't pick so up the, the sensual sounds of your white claw <laughs> going into a rosé glass? How carefully he was doing it as if like he poured it slow enough it was not going to come yeah, up. Yeah, you shushed it Just like that slow. would do anything. We can... no, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, girl, take a sip. There you go. T- tilt the glass. Hydrate. Liquidate.